Be the light. I always worry a bit or a lot about time change Sundays. I don't really love to preach on those Sundays. And truth be told, I made a note in my calendar specifically to not preach on this day. But then Tamar and the stewardship committee had this idea about a celebration of days with longer light. And the days are longer now. And there is more daylight. And we're in daylight savings time. And the earth is warming up. And several of you have been vaccinated already. And Amanda Gorman had just done her beautiful inaugural poem, The Hill We Climb which begins with the question, where can we find light in this never ending shade? And she answers that question at the very end of the poem. There is always light, if only we are brave enough to see it, if only we are brave enough to be it. So light is a wave and it does wavy things like expand and radiate in all directions like a light bulb does, or the waves in the water caused by a rock, or it's waves. It inter, light also interferes with other waves. It, it can bend around corners. It does this, but it's difficult to see it. Light carries energy and momentum, and it interacts with matter. I'm going to put those things in the chat box so that you can see them and think about them. And then answer the question for yourself. If we are to be the light, how are we like light? What does it mean to be the light? What does it look like for us to expand and radiate in all directions? Where might we need to radiate more or in a different direction or to draw back? How are we interfering with other waves of light or with other light bearers in ways that are helpful and in ways that may be harmful? When and how do we bend around corners? How are we flexible in our relationships in extending grace to others? There's a neuro-linguistic programming presupposition that says that the one with the most flexibility in any system has the most influence. How are you, how are we at flexible thinking or wave patterns in our actions? What energy and momentum do we carry or bring? And how are we doing that? How are you interacting with the rest of the world with all else that is? What indeed does it take for us to be the light and to be brave enough to be that light? Marianne Williamson writes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? 
Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in all of us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light that most frightens us. Amanda Gorman gets it. If only we are brave enough to be it, she says. To be the light that we are, to live into it, takes commitment and courage. And especially during the last year, especially during a pandemic, especially in so many ways, you and your lives and we here at UUCL have met this moment. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. What would that be like? What does it look like for us as a congregation to be the light? I'm reminded that successful congregations are a beacon and not a bunker. We are certainly a place for respite and renewal, a place for recharging. But the Unitarian Universalist Church of Loudoun is not a place to hide. It is not a place to hide from ourselves. It's not a place to hide from what the world is calling us to do. And it's not a place to hide our light under a bushel, not as individuals and not as a church, not as Unitarian Universalist. We are here to transform ourselves, each other, and to carry that transformation into the world, to be brave enough to be that light. And this is the part that I get to where I get a little COVID cranky, as my friend calls it. Aren't we all a little COVID cranky right now? Maybe it's just me, but I get the sense that we're all tired. While the masks keep us safer, they're also hard to wear, especially all day or for more than an hour or so at the time. And the limitations of staying away from each other and not being able to hug or shake hands or sing together and all the other things as well, being parents or living alone or being with just one other person in the house, you know, you name it, we all have our own different circumstances. We're just tired. But we have made it through this year and we can make it through another. 
This community, as I said earlier, has been creative, courageous, and caring. We have found ways to stay connected, being willing to try new ways of gathering and steadfastly reaching out to one another. We've been able to grow the boundaries of this community beyond geography, welcoming in those from far away and welcoming those who found UUCL for the first time. And we can continue and will continue to be that for each other and for this community through however many years it takes. So what I wanna say in my tired COVID crankiness is this, just support this church that has been both sanctuary and a salvific beacon of light for you and for world weary travelers in this broken and beautiful world. Be as generous as you possibly can with your time, with who you are and the gifts that you bring and with your finances, with your money. Be as generous as, as you possibly can for our present and for our future. Get your pledges in so that you don't place an undue burden on the people who are working on this pledge drive, the people that you love. Remember that you love them and you don't want to cause them unnecessary work. And set up an automatic payment so that we know we can count on that money coming in and that we can pay staff and provide programming so that the church can continue to offer a place where you come to understand how to be the light that you are and to let your light shine and where we can dream about how to do that and how to be that for many, many more years to come. L.R. Nost writes, do not be dismayed by the brokenness of the world. All things break and all things can be mended, not with time, as they say, but with intention. So go, love intentionally, extravagantly, unconditionally. The broken world waits in darkness for the light that is you. May we be brave enough to see the light that is always present, expanding and radiating, bending around corners, interacting and interrupting, carrying energy and momentum. May we be brave enough to be it as individuals and as a community. Blessed be and amen. Please join in our opening hymn the fire of commitment. The words will be on your screen. 